right, hello there. Thanks for tuning in. We uh, are doing the very first ever Overland Bound podcast tonight, and we've got some great topics to talk about. We're going to be doing this on a regular basis, and going into the future, we will probably do some boot camp topics, have some guests and things of that nature. But tonight, we're going to sort of start at the beginning, which is to talk about Overland Bound's founding principles. This is something that I get asked about a lot fact of the matter is, when people are considering becoming a member of Overland Bound, I ask that they go and look at our founding principles just to make sure that they're in alignment with what we stand for, because that's really important. It's part of how we have maintained such an awesome culture within the the community. We all share uh, the same values. So let's go through them and... If you guys have further questions about them, and I don't touch on exactly uh, what you guys want to know, then I'll try and answer questions um, in the comments. But let's just get right into it. All right, we have uh, 18 founding principles. Um, More is not better. We may distill this down further, but uh, this, this is a work in progress. But let's start with number one, and that is the definition of overlanding. To overland bound, that is vehicle-dependent travel, nothing else. And we're not going to further define overlanding. When I first started um, you know, learning that overlanding was a thing, uh, I read many different definitions of what overlanding um, was. Uh, some of it uh, had to do with traveling through exotic locations, uh, being in your car for a very long time. Uh, and everyone seemed to have a different definition. But... For me, you know, I'm a, I'm a backwoods country bumpkin, grew up in the country and uh, didn't know it, but I grew up overlanding and uh, my definition didn't quite fit and a lot of other people's definition didn't quite fit. And I thought that, you know, the further you try and define overlanding, the more you exclude a whole bunch of people and we don't want to do that. Um, overlanding can take all different forms. So to us... It is vehicle-dependent travel, and then there are lots of good reasons to overland, but that has nothing to do with a further definition of what overlanding is. Okay, um, number two, it doesn't matter what you drive. Uh, Number one and two sort of go hand in hand. To us, it doesn't matter what you drive. Uh, We have folks that have Kias, Land Rover Defenders, Toyotas, Jeeps, any make and model, and a lot of different types of rigs. Now, what is important is that your vehicle can do what you're asking it to do safely. But um, overlanding has nothing to do with the kind of rig you drive, and we don't engage in um, competitions uh, about vehicles. You know, there's a lot of different approaches. You know, some people never even leave the pavement. That doesn't mean you can't live in your vehicle or travel across the country and overland. So it really does not matter what you drive. Now, we say this a lot. Number three is we believe a connection uh, with the uncivilized and unpredictable awe-inspiring wilderness is essential to human existence and that adventure is not optional. I could talk for 20 minutes uh, on this subject, and I won't. Um, You know, I'll touch on this in the future when I tell you a little bit about my story and why I started Overland Bound. But you need to not always have the answer. 
Um, there needs to be a question, you know, having tomorrow not be set, you know, not knowing what's around the corner. That's when you truly feel alive because we are adventurers, explorers, and wanderers, and we need to do that in order to truly live. If you have all the answers and you get into your routine too much, then you stop innovating and stop being creative, etc. Um, that has nothing to do with the awe-inspiring wilderness that goes with it. That's another reason. So we definitely feel that that connection with the uncivilized is very important in order for us to feel whole as people. And when we don't do that, when we don't explore, when we don't wander, we get edgy and uptight and we don't treat each other as, as well. Um, our confidence goes down. So we really feel it's not optional. And for that reason, you know, Overland Bound is committed to making that kind of adventure accessible to everyone. We feel like it's making us better people. Okay, now number four, fairly straightforward, but this is really important. Uh, we leave it better than we found it. You know, you, you really have to be conscious, especially as the population of the planet is increasing. I don't believe we should keep the uncivilized and undeveloped areas a secret because that's not sustainable. Um, interesting fact, there are twice as many people on the planet than there were in 1950. Now, 1950 is nothing. That was yesterday. And there are twice as many people on the planet. So going forward, um, as the population increases, as it will, it's really important that we educate. And that's the key to protecting our wild outdoors. It's through education. And so a real uh, important part of what we do is talk about leaving it better than we found it. You stay on the trails. You don't create new ruts. You pack out your garbage. That's the, the most basic, you know, essential part of being in the wilderness. Leave it better than you found it. Now, number five, um, the requirements of the trip define dependable. We do take that very seriously. And I touched on this before, but you need to understand a little bit about what you're going to ask your vehicle to do where you're going to be, the geography and the terrain you're going to be in. And that's where the community really comes into play. We share that information openly and help prepare one another to go on the trip that we are planning. So you really do need to make sure that your vehicle and your supplies are appropriate for what you're going to be doing. That is key. All right, number six, you are an overlander. Overlanding is for everyone who has exploration and adventure in their heart or who need to be reinvigorated by connecting with nature. And I needed that. And that's one of the reasons I started Overland Bound. I'm going to save that for my personal story, which will be a separate broadcast. But definitely, um, we find ourselves in places in life where maybe we have turned away from nature and a really important, vital part of living is not losing that connection. So 
overlanding is for you. And, you know, just a basic philosophy of the overland bound community and what you'll find is, you know, it doesn't matter what your skill level is, you're going to be invited into the community um, openly. It's for everyone. Okay, now number seven, um, touching on safety. Number seven is that nature is unforgiving. You must rise to a certain level of personal awareness to survive. If that sounds right, then overlanding's for you. You have to accept that as a part of overlanding. You're going to have to be conscious, aware, disciplined in a lot of ways to react, innovate, respond to whatever situation you might encounter while you're overlanding. And different environments will provide different challenges. The city will be one off the grid, out in the middle of no place. It'll be something else. Okay, number eight. We like to encourage uncomplicated ventures into the great outdoors. Don't overpack. Um, now, for me, as part of a personal challenge, um, I have in the past gone into the wilderness with as little as possible. And, you know, I might not advise that you do that because I'd probably get myself in trouble. But um, I have gone into the wilderness with, you know, no extra clothes, gallon of water, and just enough food to sustain myself for three or four days. And you survive. You don't need to bring the kitchen sink. You don't need to bring everything that you have, every piece of equipment you have. And in fact, when you do that, in some ways, you limit um, what it is that you will do because it takes too much time and effort to pack, plan, and put it all in the rig. You really don't need that much, and we just encourage you to figure out exactly what you do need. Make sure you have that, but don't overpack. You don't need a pool table. All right. Number nine, be prepared and understand that basic requirement. Um, part of understanding that basic requirement might be uh, leaning on the community uh, to answer questions about what you might need, but be prepared. Number 10, uh, question folks to be sure they're aware of what is required and don't assume you should help. Now, what I mean by that is that, you know, as overlanders, as your level of skill increases, you will have a responsibility to help other people and not assume that they know everything. Now, you got to do that tactfully. But when I'm at a trailhead and I know that there are a number of gatekeepers or, you know, a certain piece of terrain I know is highly technical and somebody shows up with their 22 inch rims and not enough sidewall clearance and it's clear their vehicle might not be prepared for the road ahead, I'm going to ask them and I'm going to question uh, to put, you know, a question in their own mind about whether or not they're actually prepared to do it because I don't want to see anybody get into trouble and I'm trying to help. I want it to be safe for everyone. Okay, now number 11, share without reservations, uh, trip locations and information. Just share, encourage other people. It's something that we do with Overland Bound and, um, you know, our forums are free. We don't have ads on our forum uh, because that, 
you know, it gets in the way of sharing information. We're really committed to that. You know, the education piece goes along with it. The more people that know, the more you share information, the more people are going to be encouraged to do it. But that's our entire mission. You have to also educate to make sure that people are protecting the environment. But share your information. Okay, Uh, number 12. We don't engage in this is better than that competitions. Now, loving Toyotas is great. I love my FJ80. Loving the Jeep is great. And even, you know, friendly banter, that is fine. But we've seen some real, you know, nasty arguments about whether a Jeep is better than a Toyota. Um, Honestly, you know, uh, uh, the forums are a reflection of our community and how we feel about it because we have moderators. We just shut that down. Um, We don't allow that to continue because it just excludes people again. And uh, that's not what we're all about. It's not about being, you know, Toyota FZJ80 proud. It's about overlanding. So we just don't engage in those kind of conversations. Um, Now, number 13, we do give advice about how to make your vehicle ready for what you need. And in that way, again, we're sharing knowledge. So that's about the equipment and gear that you are going to require. You know, if you're going down through Baja, you might want to consider rear lockers. If you are going to be doing rock crawling, you know, you're going to need specific suspension and and tire uh, gear, and it's going to be different. So we do talk about how to configure a rig for where you're going to be. Okay, now this next one is a big one for me. Uh, Number 14, humility. Um, I don't know is a fantastic answer and you'll hear me say it all the time. You know, I, I, I realize I know quite a, quite a bit about overlanding, but I rarely, uh, put myself in an expert, um, position. I ask a lot of questions and I also am not afraid to be the dumbest one around the campfire. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's how I learn. I ask a lot of questions to people who have been doing this for a really long time. Humility is a big deal. It'll keep you safe. Um, Don't show off. Don't feel like you have to know everything because that's when you get into danger. So, you know, be be humble, ask questions. Um, Number 15, we don't brag about exploits uh, at the expense of others. And what I mean by that is, you know, we all take pride in our accomplishments and no problem with that. But we've seen it turn into, you know, a way to make other people feel like they're not as knowledgeable. Um, And it starts getting into that area where, you know, people can be not very nice. And and so this is just a reminder. It's in here, you know, sure. You know, hey, I did this thing the other day and you wouldn't believe it going up this Rocky Mountain. And I, you know, I, I was able to use my sliders to get over and it's, it's, it's great to talk about it, but just not at the expense of others where you're, where you're saying, Hey, you know, well, you don't know what you're doing because X, Y, Z, I did this, you know, that's, that's when it becomes, um, not so great. 16. Um, we support those seeking answers, understanding we all start somewhere. And again, that's about, you know, your skill level really isn't that, important. Uh, We were all beginners at one point, didn't have the experience, and we want to embrace folks that are interested in overlanding, welcome them with open arms, and and help them out. 
Number 17, um, number 17 is, it requires a little bit explaining actually. Um, number 17 is we engage in the smallest of interactions. And what that means is, you know, there, there can be a lot of pleasure in taking the time to help somebody air down their tires stopping if somebody's by the side of the road and asking if they have water, seeing somebody on the trail, checking with them to make sure they're actually okay. Um, it's the moment-to-moment -moment personal interactions that are sometimes the most memorable, and we want to make sure that we're not moving so fast that we don't stop and say hi or talk to somebody. Um, that's really an important part of connecting with the community. And I, I try and do that as much as possible for our overland bound events. There can be hundreds of people there, but I try and take moments to talk to as many people as I can and, and connect personally. 18 might be, you know, the most important. Uh, 18 is that we have fun. We have fun as a community. We have fun when we go out uh, in the great outdoors. Um, but the most rewarding kind of fun is the fun that also comes with adventure and exploration with uh, a great a great community. So those are the 18. Those are our uh, founding principles. We feel strongly about them. We thought about them quite a bit. You know, I mean, the founding principles are to um, motivate certain kinds of behavior. And so far, it's been working, you know, very well. We'll continue to refine them. Um, but would love to have your feedback. None of this is, is gospel. <laughs> you know, it's just the, uh, the principles that we choose to live by and um, our, our community uh, has embraced it as well. And for us, that is the social proof. Many people agree with us. Okay, that concludes the first ever Overland Bound um, podcast. We'll be doing this again in the future and improving as we go. We'll have guests. We'll have a variety of different topics. Corey will be joining me, and this is probably a good channel to hear things you won't hear in other social media channels. It's an opportunity to be a little bit more personal. So we look forward to bringing more podcasts your way soon. If you want to learn more about Overland Bound, you can go to overlandbound.com. You will see a Get Involved link at the top of the page. And we'd love to see you in our forums. Again, it doesn't matter what you drive. It doesn't matter what your skill level is. You will find our community very open and inviting. So let's make life an adventure. Ensure that we are all truly living. Build a global community and outfit and explore.